Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Anna. And this is the Jesus and Next Gens podcast. Join us each week as we talk about faith, the Bible, culture, and family. We hope these conversations challenge and encourage you to intentionally pursue Jesus in your life and your family. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us. Today we are going to talk about families and divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm, very, this is going to be a pretty heavy topic. Yeah. A lot of people have some different experiences with this, different perspectives on this. And so we just wanted to bring in perspectives from the Bible, from scripture, and from personal experience to just talk through what is what does the Bible say about divorce and how do we walk through that mm-hmm. as followers of Jesus. So today we have a special guest, Peyton. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going great. <laughs> Peyton, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, I'm Peyton. I'm a resident here at Manchester Christian Church. I've had the opportunity to walk alongside some students over the year. Mm-hmm. And I guess you could say that I could, in fact, make a tire with my beard, <laughs> like stitchings and such. Oh, my it's goodness. so dense. So. Wow. That's so true. For those of you that can't actually see Peyton's face physically, he does have a very, very intense beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite impressive. Yeah. And I definitely believe you could make a tire, you said? A tire. Not a tire, like like clothing. Oh, a tire. <laughs> yes. Got yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yes. All right. So... First of all, what does the Bible say about divorce? Yes. So I think the thing that we have to look at is what was God's intentions from the start before Mm -hmm. we get into what Jesus said, specifically Mm -hmm. what his heart's at when he's saying these things. Mm -hmm. So at the very beginning of Genesis, we see Adam and Eve, and they were one, and they were called to do work and to just govern the world kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And then we look at the very end of Revelation, we see Christ marry the bride, which is known as the church Mm -hmm. and through the whole of history it's a matter of God coming to us and we're coming together as one and this whole idea of separating from God's plan from God not seeking us no matter how far we've gone away from him he's always seeking us and at the very end in the book of Revelation that book is only celebrating hope and the final victory that is in store for us so when it comes to marriage and divorce it's in that mindset of it's a matter of of us coming in God's likeness and how we can model the love that Christ has for the church and the church loving Christ and seeking him and following him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important to have it the focus before we even get to the grace and truth of everything because mm-hmm. that's the goal and it's something mm-hmm. that we need to keep our eyes on because Christ is perfect and in the end of time we will be one with him and together with him and all the wrongs will be righted and all the tears will be washed away kind of thing. Uh, But as we're going through the Gospels, um, we see countless religious elite people coming to Jesus, like, what do you think about divorce? What is this? And culturally speaking, in the first century, if you divorced your wife for whatever reason, you're pretty much destituting them because there wasn't really Mm -hmm. much avenues for uh, just a healthy lifestyle because money was difficult and women didn't have jobs back then. So if you were divorcing your wife, you're pretty much saying like, you're going to be homeless mm-hmm. and a widow and all these other different things. So it was a matter of being a steward of children and a wife and to kind of help them and not leave them just out to the cold and just to die and stuff. Mm-hmm. So every time that the religious elite come to Jesus, they're asking about divorce in the old Testament, there's a law saying like, mm-hmm. well, if, if somebody's found in adultery, then you should divorce them and all these different things. But that was in the context of Israel having a hard heart mm-hmm. because that was that was before uh, 
just the freedom of Christ was kind of given to the whole of creation kind of mm-hmm. thing with the cross and sins being forgiven and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, yeah, so every time that Jesus is asked this question about divorce, they're thinking at the law stuff. They're thinking about, well, the, the Bible says this and that, and the Torah says this and that, and there's a, there's a loophole here. But mm-hmm. Jesus, his heart is aligned with God's heart. And he's thinking, well, if you want to step forth in marriage, you're trying to show to the world, you're trying to give a Christ-like witness to how God seeks his church. Mm-hmm. And God would never abandon us, mm-hmm. no matter what hopeless situation, no matter what hurt. So every time Jesus is talking about divorce, he's thinking of his father's heart mm-hmm. and Jesus's deep compassion and sadness for what he knows the church will go through, how it will be persecuted mm-hmm. and how much he loves and cares for her and how he's never going to back out on us, his children and like the body of Christ, like he's never going to abandon us. So he's always coming with that perspective mm-hmm. and he's thinking about the women and children who would be out on the streets dying of hunger and without any hope if a husband were to leave and such. So every time divorce is brought up, he always goes back to Genesis. He talks about how in the beginning, the two will become one and they will leave their father and mother and they will cleave themselves to one another because God's intention was to there be a oneness in marriage because of that. And divorce is a, it's a painful thing. It's a very complex thing mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not an easy matter. If there's like a loophole, like if we can get divorced, it's as easy. It's fine. Like that wasn't exactly God's intention because these are people's lives. These are people's stories mm-hmm. that are going to be affected by divorce. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, so that's, there's a lot of different things in the Bible, different verses that talk about scripture. For example, I'm thinking of the book of Hosea. Mm-hmm. Uh, God asked Hosea, this prophet to marry a prostitute mm-hmm. to kind of show kind of mirror the relationship between Israel and God because at the time Israel was kind of lost in sin, worshiping idols and pagan mm-hmm. deities and stuff. But we see this righteous man, we see this man uh, named Hosea, and God says for him to marry a prostitute. And this prostitute is doing what they've always been doing, making money off of whatever, being promiscuous and stuff. But still Hosea is seeking her and loving her just the same way that God is still seeking Israel no matter even they turn to different avenues and just like fall farther and farther away from him. God's still loving in the same way that Hosea is still pursuing Gomer, mm-hmm. this woman. And it's a restorative story. I think you guys should all look, like really look into mm-hmm. it because Hosea has these children with Gomer and they're these names that are like very important. They're saying things like these names that signal like you're like you will be shown no mercy or uh, you're not my children. But at the very end of it, after Gomer's like kind of continued with this life, Hosea still seeks her. And there's like uh, a restorative renaming of these kids saying, you are my children and the one who has shown mercy and all these other different things. And it's a restorative story, no matter how far um, there's brokenness Mm -hmm. and like broken distrust. There's still a restorative story, the gospel of God's heart coming through that Mm -hmm. example. I think a lot of times when people look to scripture for answers about divorce, they're looking for like a can I or can't I? Mm -hmm. But I love how you're pointing Mm -hmm. out that the Bible gives us this grand picture of love that God doesn't leave us when we mess up and he doesn't give up on us when we fail him. And he gives us this really great example of Hosea and Gomer of even when it's repeated and grievous and really personal offenses against the person who loves you, there's still so much grace and forgiveness Mm -hmm. that is possible and so there's this huge, greater story of love that is so much more than I think a lot of us are are used to seeing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so <clears throat> wanting to start with that question because I think from there, the questions that we have, the questions that you guys may have listening, um, that is very much a starting starting mm-hmm. point. It is important to consider the context because mm-hmm. Genesis, Hosea, the Gospels, Revelation, they're all very different perspectives, very different stories, but do, again, pointing to that mm-hmm. point of restoration. Yeah. Um, and like you're saying, this is such a deeply personal matter of divorce mm-hmm. and that impacts the people who are choosing to get divorced. It impacts their families and mm-hmm. can impact generations and definitely yeah. something to, to think about and consider. And if this is something that you're thinking about um, or, or trying to figure out reasoning through, if this is something that you're considering, it's, it's really something to look into. What does Jesus say? Um, what does the Bible point to in terms of what is marriage about? Mm-hmm. And so talking about um, life in general and talking about how we navigate divorce, Peyton, what would you say to leaders um, trying to lead these kids or students to divorce? Like how should leaders mm-hmm. navigate it? Or mentors who are walking with kids mm-hmm. through their parents' divorce. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just to start off the bat, if you were to take anything from this talk, just I want you to take this with you, the listeners. Like, we need to show that the church is a safe place for them to mm-hmm. just be, to be like receive love, mm-hmm. and for them to process this with somebody who they can trust or begin to trust, and know that at the end of the day, like it wasn't your fault or anything, but no matter what, the church is going to walk beside you and help you and love on you and show you Jesus, no matter what. Yeah. So I think that's really important to just say off the bat. Whatever the scripture says, whatever your personal story of your parents or divorce or whatever it is, whatever your heart even is at, I think it's important that for students to know from you, from the leader, from the church, that this is a place of love and it's a place Mm -hmm. of grace and that they can feel comfortable discussing this with you. Mm -hmm. But uh, talking about leaders specifically, if a student were to come to you and tell you about this, First off, this is really, it's a complex thing, no matter what story it is, no matter what the situation is. And the fact that they're reaching out and asking about this, one, that takes a lot of confidence, especially in like today's times when mm-hmm. like talking about stuff. And I think there's just a bond of trust that they're inviting you into. And you just need to really take that seriously. And this isn't a light matter. And the mm-hmm. fact that they're even bringing it up to you, this has affected them deeply. Yeah. So I think the leader needs to really think cautiously and carefully and really seek into Christ's love and not just like blare out scriptures because that's not encouraging in any way kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it, for a youth sponsor or whatever, if you're like invited into this kind of relationship, I think you kind of need to see it as an opportunity for you to show Christ's love mm-hmm. because this student might be coming from a really broken home who's seen a lot of terrible things or mm-hmm. had a lot of terrible stuff happen to them. So this is an awesome opportunity for you to witness Christ's love and his redeeming yeah. love to show them mm-hmm. no matter every step of the way. If it's mm-hmm. just being patient with them, if it's uh, just like these small acts, mm-hmm. like uh, going out for coffee or whatever that might be kind of thing, just like these small things can speak volumes in the ages to come because okay. they'll remember the time when their youth sponsor was patient with them and like talked with them through their like terrible time in their life and was able to see Christ's love through their actions kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have any advice for parents that are either considering getting divorced or currently walking through a divorce in terms of how can they walk through this with grace and um, how do they care for their kids in the midst of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a really intense thing for parents to be, a husband and wife to be kind of thinking through and to actually have that be on the table. For example, I'm a kid of a divorce, but mm-hmm. it happened when I was three years old. So I kind of missed out on a lot of really big things, but I guess, um, like some way that I reacted as a kid, I guess my mom said I sung a lot about my problems mm-hmm. and I don't really sing ever. So maybe that's something that's like super helpful for me to sing about stuff. And I just kind of need to rekindle that maybe. I don't know. But uh, that saying that, actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, you guys are somebody who, there was a time in your life when you wanted to trust one another and you want you are so mm-hmm. vulnerable and in that vulnerability there is a there is a potential mm-hmm. to just say this is too much for me and to back out and that's super serious it's a super complex thing mm-hmm. and for parents listeners um it's one of those conversations where like you don't know if you want to get a force it's not something like well can i or can't i kind of thing it's um i think it's really important to really think carefully about your situation about if there's any resources Mm -hmm. that you guys can seek out is there a small group is there mentors that you guys can both seek out individually or together Mm -hmm. um is is counseling a possibility is there resources in your church where counseling can be paid for or like you guys Mm -hmm. can be given avenues to like make that be a a reasonable thing to do Mm -hmm. um but like discipleship like walking with Christ is a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. It takes so much breaking and renewing and like forming up back again. And just trying to be like Christ can be so difficult. Just imagining what it might be like to go through something as intense and as complex as divorce mm-hmm. that takes so much grace, that takes so much of Christ's likeness just to even maneuver that well. And I think it's... Uh, I think it'd be really helpful to do a Bible study or do like a word study of just like looking at the different ways where God showed his love. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe that's something that you feel like you're missing or you haven't been given, or there's a violation of trust that you felt like whatever, what issue or what is the core thing that all the small arguments kind of stem from Mm -hmm. and maybe try to find a Christ centered story kind of around that. And Mm -hmm. how can, because you always want to try to make it work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's really important be, as parents who are thinking about divorce that you guys are having that tough conversation. Have you asked for help? Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is the same context where a student needs to feel like they're in a place where they're safe. The church needs to be a place where people thinking about divorce, they can feel like they can journey through this mm-hmm. difficult, difficult valley with others that will be able to show them love and to encourage and help them. So, and so that they can actually feel comfortable asking for help because mm-hmm. we're not all perfect. We've all, we have our things that we struggle with and it's the church's job to help hurting people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just part of the church's the heart of the church to be mm-hmm. Christ, to love those in need. And I think just because you're having to think about divorce, you think about these really heavy things that doesn't disqualify you from the love mm-hmm. of the body. Yeah. Uh, because that's a really big thing because, um, like for example, my mom, she's Catholic, and 
she still goes to church, but she stays in the very back right next to the the statue of the Mary. And she still has my dad's last name because there's just a negative connotation for somebody who's divorced or whatever kind of mm-hmm. thing. So I think it's important for the church to take a stand to say we're going to be different and we're going to be the body and show others God's love. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be perfect to be shown God's love. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd say to parents initially who are trying to think about divorce because that's such a complex thing and the situations are so different and like that's mm-hmm. so it's so exhausting and there's so much there's help and we want to help this is such a complex topic because mm-hmm. every relationship every marriage all the dynamics are going to be very different yeah. and so but i love what you're saying about making sure that you are putting yourself in community and talking mm-hmm. about this with people before you even get to the point where you say yes we are getting divorced have you mentioned to people that you're thinking about this and walking through these difficult questions with others and um, pursuing counseling and all these, there's so many options that we, we really need to be pursuing before we get to that. Um, because there are situations and cases where maybe that is the safest and best option for your family. Um, but there are some situations where we might just need to really heal from some things um, and then pursue that wholeness together. And so with that, we've talked about what advice we should, can give to parents going through this what about kids if you were to give any advice to a child who or student who is dealing with a divorce in one way or another what would what would you say mm-hmm. I would definitely want to tell the student that there is no way this is on you mm-hmm. um, these are really complex things and you be you're the joy of your family's life mm-hmm. and they want what's best for you and there's no way that you should feel like it's your fault or the issue mm-hmm. stem through you because that mm-hmm. is not true at all. I mean, that's there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress that you guys even have to deal with as students in this world kind of mm-hmm. thing at this time to even think about something as traumatic as being in a, a household where there's this could be on the table. That's super stressful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really important, like I said, to just think about, to know that it's not your fault at the end of the day, no matter what. Your identity is not attacked because of this but also i think it's really important to feel what you're feeling to really set and live in those feelings and to not feel like you're wrong for feeling those having those thoughts or whatever like just look to the book of psalms that's actually a really cool thing if if you're a student who wants to just see somebody get mad or even like almost come close to cussing at god look at the book of psalms yeah um, because those emotions are seriously right there for example i don't think i don't think i ever showed emotions about my family's divorce or our situation until it was a thanksgiving in like sixth grade mm-hmm. and that was it was important for me to be mad to feel feel upset or to feel like life wasn't fair because of that and it just led me to grow deeper with my mom and to see our family and to show for me to think to take on as I grew up to know that it's it's important to show Christ's love and to lean into your family to know that when hurting is hurting to just know and name it mm-hmm. and live in that and to process through that because negative emotions are a thing. They're not, it's, it's, it's part of you. Um, yeah. The joy comes through the sadness, through the brokenness. It's not replaced like mm-hmm. Bo Chansey has said in the past or whatever. But, and it's just part of the journey in that. I think that's important to think about whether you're the kid or the parent in this situation is there's going to be grief because regardless of where you stand in this, in this situation or in this issue, there is a loss and so being willing and able to just process through and feel the, the depth of feelings that come with any loss, um, that's not going to be a quick fix. It's probably not going to be easy. But I think that is really important, like you're saying, to, to let yourself feel that and walk through that. 
some kids will certainly wrestle with these um, with this internally. Others, it'll come a little more natural to them to process it externally. Mm-hmm. But we we must be a church of people that is welcoming these conversations and allowing mm-hmm. these kids to process through this, these kids and students, because we may never know what they're feeling, mm-hmm. but we need to show up for them and allow them to just feel loved, yeah. even when they don't feel that love at home. Yeah. yeah. Peyton, thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. It's been Thanks, a really awesome conversation. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see how this conversation impacts families in our community and our church. So mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, thanks. Sweet. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources mentioned during the episode. We love your support and feedback. So please subscribe, rate and review and share this podcast with friends and family. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And we really want to answer more of your questions. So if there's any questions that you still have about the Bible or about anything else, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at jesusandnextgens@outlook.com. at outlook.com. See you next time. Oh, oh, oh.